listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 457 for December 16th, 2023. This week, we talk about iPad games, nudity on TV, poop jokes, my birthday, holiday travel, and prescription drugs. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Happy birthday, Sam. It's Uh, your birthday. Did you know? I didn't. No, thank you for letting me know. What a surprise. Do you, well, well, do you want me? Feel free to, well, don't say no. Mm. You know the Marilyn Monroe singing to the president thing? Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy the weirdest. The president. Just the, and Lana Del Rey tried to do it or whatever. Oh, yeah, because she's also she has did slow mouth. Do, she did do it. <laughs> yeah, really slow mouth. Good for her, though. So, you know. you're, so you're 30. I'm 30. And I don't think I'm having a complete mental breakdown about it. I don't know if it's just because that, like, I'm the same. Mama, life starts at 30. Paradox. That's what everyone says. That's what everyone says. And I'm like, or I just, I'm fine. Yeah, it either. I mean, I made it to 30. A lot of people don't make it to 30. Did Marilyn risk Monroe make it to 30? Let's only out. going up. Cancer? Risk of cancer? All the time, Neil. I just spelled Marilyn Monroe's name so wrong. Lower back pain? Oh, yeah. Hernia? Marilyn Monroe did did not die at 30. She died at 36. So I have at least a good six years on. Oh, I'm going to be 36 next month. Oh, well, you can die. That's fine. (laughs) Well, I spent my whole 20s. uh, Trigger warning. Wanting to die. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Trigger warning. Wanting to be dead. And then at 29, more like 27, 28, I said, let's do, let's just try it. Try me. Oh, and I thought I you got, meant like try, and, try as in like try to commit. Oh, try well, to try it. antidepressants. Hello. Oh, okay. Try to fix it. Hello. I see. Opposite direction. Try to fix it. Um, yeah, 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 and yeah. then things got amazing. And then when I was 30, it was, it was like, it, it, when I got 30, my body started quitting. I started being scared of dying, but I also didn't want to die anymore. Right, it's confusing. You, kinda, you kicked yourself. Some things, it, things evened out in a different way. Now I'm like terrified of dying. Now I yeah. like, I carry, um, there was someone in our neighborhood walking around with, um, or in somewhere with, um, uh, barber shears, not barber shears, um, with sheep shearing, maybe big old shears. Girl, and where attacking the sheep? People. You're in DC. Where are the sheep, girl? Oh no. There. So it's someone who's clearly, I would say having a mental health crisis and not getting the help they need, but they've mm. been, a, they hate dogs and they've been attacking dog owners. <gasps> What? Someone had to go to the hospital. Oh, um, my God. So I carry around pepper spray and a birdie alarm. Well, so, oh, my God, birdie alarms. All of my I girlfriends said not have today. that. And Girl, also you. you got to get a birdie. Right, got to get a birdie. Well, so I think the reason why you, well, you're afraid to die now because now you finally have something to lose. See, in your 20s, well, you didn't also, have anything to lose. You were living, living life right at the edge of the cliff. And now I'm pushing it, too, because one... Everything's wrong with my body. Two, right. I'm living in mur- uh, crime is down in like all major cities except DC. <laughs> We're having like a spike. When I they leave all the house, to DC. every time I leave the house, I'm rolling the dice. Mm-hmm. It is wild. Don't go out after five. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a curfew. Yeah. Anyway, well, I'm so, you, so are you? Are you doing anything? 
Um, what I am doing is I'm getting on a plane tomorrow, Saturday, the day I think this will be published. Listen, we're publishing it late because it's my birthday. Okay. So I can up. do Wednesday and I appreciate that Sam could do it later. So thank you, know, you very much. It's fine. Joe Take really wanted to Joe really wanted to schedule it on my special day. He knew. He was <laughs> like, I'm gonna well, I'm gonna reschedule this so it's on his fucking birthday just to stick it up his ass. When I found out I couldn't do it Wednesday, I said I'm free Thursday and Friday. I assume you just had to work a lot on Thursday. Yeah. And then I when did. you said Friday, I looked at the calendar and I was like, oh shit, that's his birthday. And then I didn't care. <laughs> yeah and, here and then, we I, are. then i said well okay well before we started recording joe was like happy birthday we're basically the same age now and like yeah yeah like i feel that like anyone in their 30s we're just the same age and i feel like it just like the the, the curve it's it's less exponential the older we get as in like it just kind of turns into a straight line you're in the 30s? Okay, we're the same age. We were born in the same year. So, Joe, you're turning 36. I 30s? just turned 30. I feel like you have a... If you're a shitty person in your 30s, I feel like you have a lot less excuses. Right. You can't, like, I'm young. My brain's not developed. It's like, you've... Well, you've I've had a good 10 years stuff. to figure some shit out. Yeah. I feel like the excuses stop, you know, going... Your, your hormones are leveling out. Mm-hmm. Not that hormones, I mean make you a shitty person they kind of do sometimes yeah but your hormones leveled out your your brain is settling into a routine you're um um uh not wetting the bed or wetting the bed more <laughs> right it yeah it depends on <laughs> which more. way the pendulum is swinging and um there's no excuses well here we are i'm 30 tomorrow i'm getting on a plane at at seven in the morning and I'm flying back home to good old fuck Tana to spend Christmas with my parents. And uh, yeah, it's, you know, the thing is, is a lot of people asked me, like, what are you doing for your birthday? Like, are you doing anything special? First all, or first off, complete introvert. Girl, do you think I go anywhere? No, absolutely not. If I do things, it's usually with like my really close knit of friends or my family, both of which are not here currently. Third, I grew up, I think I've talked about this before, I've, I, birthday's december 15th my entire life my birthday has always been around like stressful situations elementary school was probably like everyone's prepping for the christmas concert and we're getting ready to be done with the quarter so like that chaos is happening middle school high school college it was finals week is always around the week of my birthday and now um sam's big boy job editing podcasts it's like cram week because we're off for a significant amount of time um for christmas and the new year but the podcasts that we edit and produce are still airing so we're like cramming for stuff and getting everything prepped and, and done in advanced so i've never had like a chill situation with my birthday where i like things in my life haven't been going on so i've always like done a celebration in like january or february or something and just like did something oh. fun with people. I just like postponed it. I've always postponed and it's never been a big deal. But people are like, oh my God, like I can't even imagine that. And I imagine it's, it's like the same situation. And I'm not putting myself on the same wavelength as people whose birthday is like on a major holiday like Christmas. But it's like, it's just what you're used to your entire life. Like, don't feel bad for me. It's just how it is for me. It's always been this way. Have you asked your parents why they hate you? When is you your know, sister's I birthday? My sister's birthday is in the middle of July. So like summer birthday, they nothing's know. coming so, on. Do they know how long human gestation periods are? 
they really should have planned it. Well, it's my I was talking to my mom this morning because she called me and wished me happy birthday because she loves me. Gay. Gross. But she was recalling like my birth story because, you know, I want to know exactly how I was extracted out of her uterus and into this world. And she was mentioning to me that my sister was born on her due date and I was like five or six days late. So honestly, it's my fault for being born on the 15th. If it was, you know, if I were to be born on my due date, it would probably be not during finals week, almost to finals week, not during, you know, prep week for work, almost there. So it would have been slightly better. So I can blame myself for this. Just blame me for wanting well, to stay to be honest, the uterus for a while. The stressful thing, that sucks. But my yeah. birthday is January 27th, which is after the holidays. Nothing's happening. It's a really good time to have a birthday. And I yeah, love Yeah, nothing's winter. coming on, really. But let me tell you about this. And when you mention this, you're one of these people. Uh-oh. Every fucker, I have had to go to so many birthdays in January. Several people have parties on my exact day have overlapped my birthday with their birthday parties from December because they put them <laughs> off a month. I a few I'm years ago, I went to a I went to a birthday party on January 27th that was not for me. And no one there knew it was my birthday. I almost wow. stole the cake, cake farted into it, stuck it up your ass, then blew ass and shot into the sky. You, that's Nobody, literally, literally the personification of that meme of that guy in the corner saying the, all these people didn't know it's my birthday. <laughs> literally that's literally, literally you on the 27th that. so many people hijack january birthdays well and what you they should have hijacked what they should have hijacked in january was the white house on january 6th and we failed you know who we should blame that's your fbi case that's not mine that's there's <laughs> that's that's on your record <laughs> fbi not me uh-huh. um oh what was i gonna say well who we should really be blaming are the boomers oh yeah when in doubt, blame oh, yeah. the boomers. Blame the boomers and blame Nixon, girl. And also, Gen Z and millennials, we need to get along. We don't need yeah. any of this. We, he we said, are on she this said, Ashley firing, Right. We are on this, this planet that's on fire and crumbling right before our very eyes together. We are all on the boat that is sinking. We need to join hands and try to deal with this together. And I, I am Gen Z. I've decided. On the inside, yeah. Your spirit is very <laughs> Gen Z. Uh, Ishbo. I hate that you pronounce it that way. How is it even pronounced? Well, I when I first saw it, so we're talking about I-G-B-O-L, which is the new way I, of saying L-O-L. I-J-B-O-L. Oh, what did, did I say G? You said G. That's the problem, because the first time I read it, in my head, I said Igbo. Oh, Igbo. And so I started writing I-G-B-O-L, which mm. doesn't make sense. Right. I, Gore. I I guess. I guess, old loser. God, we're so old. We're so, we're so I think it should be, I think it should be I-J-B-A. I just blew ass. (laughs) I just blew ass. (laughs) Girl. What was that? Why can't we do that? So is, is the, my 30s era going to be more pee-pee-poo-poo? More pee-pee-poo-poo fart butt content? Is that what this is going to be? I love. I, oh, I'm having a renaissance of poopy pee-pee. Poo-poo pee-pee make me laugh. The thing is, is once you get to a point where, like, you give up, that's some of the most funniest shit. It's just simple it pee-pee poo-poo fart butt. I feel like, I feel like there's a lot of, like, um, trying to define what humor is in your 20s. And then mm. in your 30s, you're like, 
we Fuck really it. need to go back to pee pee poo poo. That yeah, we gotta we go had back to basic. When we were Sometimes eight years simple old, simple is better. At eight years old, we knew it and we right. thought it was funny, and then yeah. we g- thought we were above it. And it's all about going back to your roots. Right, we're going back to our roots, and our roots are pee pee poo poo content. Okay, I want to talk to you about something though. Oh, okay. Please, this sounds very serious. Speaking of birthday suits. So, uh oh. So, I'm on the entertainment committee now in my building. Does that just mean that, like, you (laughs) perform a magic show in front of all of the tenants in your building once a month? I help plan and organize the like holiday parties, summer barbecues for the people in the building. So, um, I helped with my first event, the holiday party this past weekend. And so I was chitting, I was chatting it up with the neighbors and a big group of neighbors were like, you have to watch this show. It's called Naked Attraction. It's a British show. Have you mm-hmm. heard of this? I've heard of Naked and Afraid, which is not a British no, show. No one's afraid in this one. In fact, they're too comfortable. Mm. They're too comfortable. So it's a British show. Um, it, I guess it's been going on since 2016. I think there's like six series or something. Let me tell you the premise. Okay. It's a dating show where there are, it's one person, there are six booths in front of them. They're all six people in the booths are naked. Mm-hmm. Full frontal, full back nudity. Whole and hog. the person, full the person chooses, hog. They, they slowly begin. So the first time they, they start lifting the curtain on everyone and the first lift goes to the waist. And, mm-hmm. and literally the person and the host walk to each pod and discuss the person's feet, legs, and junk. Wow. And they then they lift it up to like the chest and then like the face. And they pick who they want to date just based on their naked body. Work. And here, well, here's the thing though. It's not stereotypical like model, magazine model bodies. It's, it's just regular people. It's well, I hesitate to say regular. I don't think there, you know, there is a regular, but it's also it's people with prosthetic legs. It's oh, a variety pack of people with uh, skin issues, you know, all literally across the board, like different weights, everything that they don't seem to discriminate, you know, body types at all. And you then when the person is, is oh, what you know what this is, this is just a bathhouse back room glory hole for straight people. This is what this is. Well, no, because you're not looking for to even go on a date if you're in a bathhouse. That's house. true. You're looking That's for true. fucking and sucking. But also, like, That's a lot of these... fucking That is fucking and sucking. But I'm sure all these people want to fucking suck these people. No, they put on clothes coffee. and they go on a date. They put that on clothes. That is so British. That is they go so th- British. And then they oh go on three God. dates before they even discuss their genitals. It's like, I've seen your so, whole cock and ball, but we're going to go out for sushi. So at when they've narrowed it down to the final two, the person choosing also has to get naked. Oh, well, I, you're evening it out. You know, y- you showed me yours. So I the have first to show you time. Mine. So they meet naked mm-hmm. and it's just it. It happens. And then it's just they walk off set together and then it catches up with them a little bit later. But holy cow, it is wild the way that that. The episodes are also way too fucking long. They're like, they're an hour long. We don't need that 40, much of 45, someone. 40 minutes. No, we don't need that much no, of someone. No, it's, and they do like multiple, they do like two 
per episode from right. From, we're like first season, you know, very beginning, but it's still way too much. See, there's something that's along the same lines of this that there. I think it was a show. I do believe it was a British show, and I think it was called Sex Box. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you heard of this? No, never heard of that. So, so I'm it, Sex Box. I believe it's called Sex Box, and what it is is it's like there's like a I don't know if it's a live studio audience or something, but they get these couples. I don't know if I don't remember exactly the premise, but what I do know what happens is there's this there's this box that's soundproof and you can't see into the box but like these people go into the box they have sex and then they come out of the box and they immediately get interviewed about it (laughs) and it's like live in front of like an audience or something it's wild obviously i don't think it's on air anymore like i don't think it did very well but like this is wild of it all british people i was shocked that this was a british show in the first place yeah they are so repressed right and what well, i mean yeah they do shit like this germany's like nudity um who has on billboards right berlin know, cetera, sex dungeon like they've done it all and then british I, it's a stereotype for sure of being like prude uptight about right. things i would have never guessed that a show like sex box or naked attraction was like a british show yeah it's very odd I, although i'm curious if like if naked attraction is is something because it's still like, going on. How many seasons? Uh, I think seven, six. Let's see. Series seven is airing right now. Interesting. So I'm curious seven if series. they're all looking at each other as genitals because they want to double check to make sure that the person they're going on a date with isn't someone they're related to. Because it is the UK. Wait, they're all on do an you know island. What, who everyone? Do you know what all your relatives' genitals look like? Well, what else do you do at a family reunion? Is that how you tell your family apart? Is their genitals? Right. I would say I've seen everyone in the world's genitals except my relatives. <laughs> and I want to keep it that I way. I have seen, I mean, I've got binders. Mm-hmm. Who said that? Binders who, full of who women. Was binders full of genitals. Binders full of hog. Binders full of hog. I think you Trump know? said that. What an interesting show. <laughs> Is it like, I? The the premise sounds interesting, but like, the like interviewing and like i don't know i'm not very i'm dating shows like the bachelor bachelorette like that sort of thing it's never really tripped my trigger so maybe that's why i'm kind of like eh about the whole premise but do you find the rest of the show interesting no i don't i'm i'm okay we watched like two episodes and i'll probably never watch it again i am gotcha i i've seen enough i mean it's it's all fine yay we're you know we're all beautiful and i do think that we need to destigmatize being nude. I think we need to just get the fuck over it. Right. Um, but it, I didn't, it it wasn't for me. It wasn't all straight people either. There was, in the very first episode, it was a, um, one was a bi girl. That'll and work. so they had three, um, three men and three women. Oh, I love variety. For her to choose their genitals from. Um, speaking of variety and speaking of genitals, we're really on a roll here. Did you see I'm bringing happy birthday to me? I'm bringing an article to the table. Are you ready? Oh, sure. Oh, of course. Published breaking news December 15th at 4.04 p.m. by the very reputable. This is probably a conservative news site. The Daily Caller. Exclusive. This is why I do the articles. Right. Because I am coming in here (laughs) with like anti-vax frogs or gay propaganda. 
Um, Daily Caller. I've never even heard of that. Exclusive Senate staffer caught filming gay sex tape in Senate hearing room. And there's a video. The Daily Caller is a right wing news and opinion. website. Yes. So there so some Senate staffer took a porn video of either themselves. I don't know if they're topping or bottoming, but it's two men and they are in the Senate hearing room in Washington doing anal. And well, someone posted finally. it online. And so, like, obviously, the conservatives are like, oh, my God, like, this is just mm, fodder. But, like, a lot of people are calling out, you know, at least someone is enjoying getting fucked in the, in the you know, Senate congressional hearing room for the first time ever. Are there you know, not cameras I'm, everywhere? Honestly, I, I think that the, the press bring the cameras in. I don't think they're, they're in there all the time. But anyway, so there's a video. Well, I mean, like, which, se- security cameras. Oh, yeah, honestly, the the story is developing. But the the thing the thing that's interesting about this is that this is an exclusive from this conservative news outlet, and they have the video. But like they blurt out the faces and like the cock going inside the ass, like they blurt out all the good parts. Is this? It, uh, I have to ask you a question. Is this even real? Well, that's the second thing I was co- going to come to. It looks uh, this pretty is legitimate. The only, but in twenty twenty three, this on right in twenty twenty three, like. Is this AI generated? I need confirmation from the two men that are allegedly fucking in the Senate hearing room. So this, so the Daily Caller was founded by Tucker Carlson. Exactly, which is why I'm I'm bringing this to the table. It's a very trusted <laughs> news source. <laughs> I Honestly, can't find, I I typed in to Google just now Senate gay sex. It auto completed. Oh yeah. Um, well, because because here's from the thing. my from my search history. Oh, well, that's a from my personal. (laughs) I see. We we all have some fantasies. The first thing is Daily Caller. Right. So I guess the whole reason why this is going around gay Twitter is because all of these, you know, people, including me, want to see a the full video because it's just a clip that was posted and the uncensored video. Girl, I want this on Pornhub. Put this on your OnlyFans so I can give you five dollars because I want to jack off to this. Like, don't cock tease me. I want the full uncensored porn. I'll pay money it for this. It was staffers? Yeah, so it's it's a staffer. I don't know any of the details. Apparently, they name a name in this article. I'm not going to name any names. Um, obviously, you can search for this if you want. But um, it looks hot. And I want to see... I want to see what God intended, which is an uncensored version of this, please. This is America. Anyways, good yeah. birthday present for me. Thanks, Tucker Carlson. Okay. Um, I so wonder qu- if it's. I would wonder if it was even real. I want. I'm. AI has fucked my brain. Fucked. Yeah. Fucked me too, girl. I hope this I'm is like, real. Well, I'm suspicious because of the site, of course, and I can't find it anywhere else either. The but, thing is, like, the Republicans have desecrated so many places in our government. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have no room it's, to talk. Who cares about It's about, about this? goddamn time that the left desecrated parts of government in our own way so i think gay people should be able to should be allowed not just allowed but encouraged to and have I, we, exactly. gay sex and we in ha- various I think we should, government institutions yes and, and i think that like british television it should be forced to have a live studio audience and the studio audience is all people 65 and older and they're all part of our government yeah i'm fine with that yeah they do a congressional be a congressional um Oh my god! Like all these fucking dog and pony shows, where they they act like they're gonna do something and like bring Mark Zuckerberg there, 
Right. And then it's oh nothing. My God. It's a nothing burger. And then everyone forgets about it in a week. Nobody cared. Right. We called him a the robot. Ne- the next scandal. Anyways. And then the next thing, nothing happens. Because they're all I getting think, money from him. Obviously, this is like exhibition fetish. Like, I'm into this. Like, I want this. Not for myself, but like, give me the uncensored video. If anyone finds the uncensored video, PM me on Twitter, at BitCrunch. Girl, I have no Well, shame. and it's important that both people in the video consent to the video being released. Right. And I would, I would love to pay for it. <laughs> Sex work is work, girl. It is. Sex I'll work give my whole, my cold, hard American cash for this very hard cock going inside this, I, I assume, American ass in the halls of the Senate. Not American ass. Oh, the thing about naked attraction, they're all um, uh, uncircumcised. Oh. I felt seen. I was like, <laughs> that's where I'm supposed to be. I've never seen one in person besides my own. I'm so glad that you've finally been seen in media. Finally, we have, un- <laughs> we have uncut representation in the media. Congratulations. I said, there's some more. I said, look at those. The rest Fun. of us are, are mutilated. And we, you, all you have to do is just, you know, look at all of our cut up dicks this is all the why time. I keep telling people I'm British, which if I'm being along with this gay thing, I think that if the UK, sorry, I'm about to burp or throw up. I think <laughs> if the UK. Yeah, me every time I'm on the podcast with you. If they used to own your country, you should be able to call yourself British. Right. And the thing is, Joe, here's the thing. If you were in that lineup of people who were looking at their feet, their legs, and their their dicks, no one would think you weren't British. You would blend in oh my perfectly God, that... with, well, with oh, your anteater fucking foreskin. Let me tell you, they when they go around to the pods, they're 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 like, "What do you think this one sounds like?" And they'll try to they'll be. And she was like, "I think Australian accent." They would they would say that to me, and then I would get to talk for the first time, and it right. would it would be, "Hello, governor." <laughs> it would be that, <laughs> or you would talk normally, and the host would be, "Oh, a faggot." <laughs> well, I, they would already know that because I would be in the men's. Oh, in a gay, right. On a gay episode. Well, and, and be also, a homosexual. Right. And all of your weight would be on one leg and you'd have like a cocked hip. So they'd be able to well, see by the they body would, language. Well, they would raise. So when they when they raise the curtains on everyone for the first time, it's frontal. When they would raise mine, it would be me. And I would be it would be me facing uh, that. It'd be my ass. And a right. cucumber Spread would eagle. fall out. Right. Spread eagle. You know, a, a cucumber hits the floor. Right. And then another one, when they, and then another one, only showing and then the another feet. one, right? They're, they're, and then a hamster, <laughs> and then and then an umbrella, no, and no, a no. bowling ball, a monopoly game, <laughs> and then four caps, four hats. Mm-hmm. And then I put one on my head, and I say, "Oh, I guess I'm disqualified. I'm not naked anymore." And right. I walk and away. All, all the hats are are are, are uh, Half Moon Joe branded from your Twitch because oh, you, yeah. well, you have to promo. And on my body is written the site to my merch. Right, exactly. Tattooed. Mm-hmm. And then you get thrown oh, out. One guy had, do you know that, that okay, the elephant, the elephant tattoo with the ears and the eyes and the dick is the trunk? Oh, yeah. They had the tattoo. Why would you do that to yourself? She, I think she chose that guy, too. Wow, that is, that's, that's true love. If you can get past that. I think it's kind of funny. I think I would make elephant noises in the bedroom and that'd be fun i like to have fun that would be fun you know i can appreciate fun love fun 
Do we have any other things to talk about that don't involve sex either in the Senate or on British television? No, we really haven't had like a sex episode in a while. Lots of poop and dump. Right. Love dump. Love a good dump. (laughs) Poop and dump. I am. Nothing like it. Part of the reason I can't watch any more naked attraction. Like, surely they are allowed. Surely they take a shower right before they get on. But I just know someone's going to turn around and it's going to be. It's going to be poop streak, wiped right. wiped front to back, and right. poop streak halfway up the spine. Do you well, know what I mean? A, right, because you're probably, streak you're probably dealing spine. with a lot of straight men, and straight men don't wipe, girl. That has been, that's a scientific fact. It is brown marker. It is, you know, grease marks. It is streak city with the straight men because they're afraid of touching their buttholes. Clean, <laughs> wash your ass. <laughs> Wash your for my birthday for my thirtieth birthday. I want any straight person to start washing any straight man specifically. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna involve the NBs or the or the women into this. If you're a straight man, you need to start washing your ass. And if you think you're washing your ass, you're not. You're not washing it enough. You're underwashing your ass. The world is so weird. Like I think I've seen it all and heard it all, and then I see someone on Reddit who's like. Who's never seen their asshole. Right. And I'm like, or who's, or who's which, like, that's pretty Never tame. actually washed their ass. They're just like, oh, like I just let the water wash down my butt. It's like, no, you got to spread cheek and get the, get the bar in there and scrub a dub dub, babe. Well, you get the shower. I get one of those. I have one of the removable shower heads and I, I sand. I like right. pressure spray it. Right. You pressure wash your butthole. Right. It's like a, it's like a mega bidet. Right. Yeah. It's like going through the car wash for you. You don't want to get soap in your foreskin. Yeah. I don't have to deal with that because my foreskin got removed from me and thrown in the landfill. So. <laughs> they used to collect them. Yeah. And by they, I mean like Egyptian armies. When oh, they I thought defeat- you were going to say like. Or like biblical armies doctor. when they defeated people. Right. Anyway, humans are fucking wild. Do you want to talk about cheese? Sure. Did you come up with the cheese? It's cheese of the week. Um, oh, nope. I'm not going to say that. Um, uh, <laughs> you sure about that, babe? We were, nope. We were talking about nudity and cheese, and I said, nope. Mm. Um, I said, nope. Um, let's see. I have eaten nothing but trash this past week. Yesterday, I did a lovely cooking stream. Oh, what'd you cook? I made my famous... Um, individual ramekin pumpkin pies with crumble on the side and cool whip cool whip um and they're delicious so delicious Mm. how many did you make just one six oh you make them in they make it makes the recipe makes six it's like pouring a pumpkin pie batter into like six individual ramekins um and then making like a crumble that you sprinkle on top on the side other than you mispronouncing ramekin, it sounds delicious. It's ramekin. I I will ramekin sounds so unsuff. You're unga boonga caveman. <laughs> unga loompa. Unga unga boonga unga loompa. Caveman. Right. Unga boonga caveman pronunciation is ramekin. <laughs> in my personal opinion, sounds rancid. Rame- it should have been ramekin. It's French. <laughs> you won't find me saying ramekin. 
you know, I'm just curious if like all of these, all of these ways you have to switch up things, if that's the reason why you get <laughs> migraines all the time, it's because your synapses are firing too hard. Let me tell you, it is that gif of inside SpongeBob's brain where there's oh, yeah. fires and they're, they're oh, shredding yeah. papers. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. No, but it's Girl, one of the, so- it's a super easy to bake. You literally dump everything in a thing, in a bucket mm-hmm. and whip it up, pour it in. And it was a fun stream. I like cooking. I like baking. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. You got a cheese? Um, I said that my cheese last week was this giant chunk of of Gruyere, and it's that's still my cheese. I can't still get rid of it. that Gruyere. I I have so much of it. Actually, the I bought a bunch of of uh, Filipino lumpia, which are like egg rolls or spring rolls from Costco, frozen section, and I've never had them before, and they're delicious. They're filled with like pork and like vegetable filling and they're like they're shaped like little cigars love those just like that sounds delicious air fryer yeah i've never had i've never had them before and uh yeah so i don't think there's any cheese involved but it's food so it's kind of adjacent so costco you can buy like one hundred fifty thousand of them in a packet love that sounds healthy no no they're deep fried and then you you reheat them in the air fryer but veggies veggies Yes, vegetables are allegedly somewhere there. I need to start eating more vegetables. Like, well, well you said you were eating trash this past week. So, like, what kind of trash? Like, I'm going to die if I don't Uh-oh. have a vegetable. Um, oh. Pizza, lots. Mm. P- I ate pizza for like two days straight. I had chicken and waffles, no veggies. Mm. Um, I ate an entire bag of barbecue chips, but they were kettle, so it's fine. Um,. I ate most of the crumble without eating the pies, <laughs> which is three ingredients, flour, sugar, and butter. All not vegetables. Um, not ve- no vegetables. Mm-hmm. I think flour should be a vegetable. It's Can we it's reclassify her? Then we need to talk about her. We need to talk about Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I've been we've just been so busy and I've just been so Stress getting ready for like the holidays. Yeah, I feel that. That's yeah, that's been me the past few days. I've just been like eating frozen food that I've had in my freezer forever and like trying to go through stuff that I know is going to go bad because like I'm going to be gone for two weeks. I'm going to be gone. And you're like, I don't want food in the house. It's going to go bad. Right. And I have this like, I just, I have this fear of coming home and like something in my fridge I forgot about and it's like grown legs and like taken over my entire apartment. So I'm like being extra well, vigilant. Then you wouldn't be alone. That's true. I would not be alone. And maybe that's how I should start off my 30s in 2024 is to grow a mold monster and then have it fuck me. It's all about you, girl. You're in your it's 30s It's all about now. me. 2024 is the year of Sam getting fucked <laughs> by a mold monster. It's about time you had a year. Yeah, it's about time. Um, Good cheese. Should we move on to favorite things? We're doing a shorter episode this week because fuck you. That's why. Um, and we're busy, mostly. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, we're we're very, very busy. Well, we're doing an after show, too, this week. So if you're a patron, you're, you're going to get an after show as well. Get a little um, extra. These are a few of our favorite things. Apparently, both you and I have shitty favorite things this week. So I'm going to go first just to get it out of the way. And yeah. I'm sure it's yeah. going to it's going to really hit you close to home. You know, 
Is it Tamagotchis? No, worse. But you'll you'll understand. So with 2024 approaching, for those of us um, American employed girlies, that means that our insurance changes. And a lot of the time, your insurance changes for the better. And for me, my insurance changed for the worse, which means that my prescription drug insurance is going to cost me slightly more and it pisses me off for all of my copays. So I did some calculations and realized that I could get my antidepressants that I rely on in order to be a functioning human being in society cheaper without insurance online than it would be to pay my copay for both of them every month. Mark Cuban's? Which is why my favorite thing this week is Mark Cuban's Cost Plus. Oh, my God. Not sponsored. Um, Girly Pop, have you ever used costplusdrugs.com? So, no. He doesn't have... Hold on. Mark Cuban. It's called Cost Plus. Cost Cost Plus Plus Drugs. Drugs.com. So, I've never gotten my Lexapro. I don't think he has... Oh, wait. Yeah. So... Oh, wow. Yeah, there are definitely some things I could get on here. Some of them are still like um, $1,000. <laughs> some of them oh, still no, no. would kill me. He marked them down. They're like 600 you know, 600 100 Oh, yeah, um, no, $600 no, a month. No, but I definitely know that I happen to get a drug that has a copay card that helps like wipe out our um, deductible and our right. max out of pocket every year our insurance reset this month and it's resetting again in january because justin got a new job right so girl a billionaire finally did something okay and they gave us drugs at a cheaper price they gave us drugs at a cheaper price um a big reason why i'm shouting them out is because a i've known about them for a long time but my um this is like shit only americans care about or understand listening to the podcast right now uh, my copay for my prescription drugs was really low. And so um, it made total sense to go through my insurance and like go through a local pharmacy here in Austin. But my copay tripled and I have two drugs that I need refilled every month. And so I did some calculations and it would cost less to pay without insurance plus the $5 shipping from costplusdrugs.com than it would be to use my insurance use the copay and go through a local pharmacy. So that's the one reason. Another reason is that literally just this week, they um, added a bunch more drugs to their list of, of things. Really? Yeah, like a thousand. That's good like, to know. 1,200. So the thing about this website is that if you're an American, they uh, they offer a lot of prescription drugs that are, they're all generics in order to keep the, the price low, etc. But... Um, actually, no, I think some of them are not generics, but regardless, they only cover a set number of drugs. They only carry a set um, number of, of different kinds of drugs. So they don't carry every drug imaginable. So if you're in a tight spot, you don't have insurance or your insurance for prescription sucks and you live in America, I would implore you to check out costplusdrugs.com and see if the drugs that you take are in their system and how much they are, because it very well could be cheaper for you to get your prescription drugs that you take on a you know monthly daily basis or whatever from um, this website compared to using your local pharmacy and using your insurance. I know that they're starting to take some weird um, prescription drug benefits 
But for the vast majority of people, like they don't take your insurance and the drug prices are are astronomically lower. So if you're in the same situation like me, where 2024 is coming up and things are changing, um, it's easy to go to their website and price out your medications to see if it would in fact be cheaper. And if not, great. Continue can you, can you uh, doing the things you're doing? But if like me, it can be marginally, if not way cheaper to go this route with a, this mail order pharmacy. Um, yeah, it's I think it's going to work out well for me. So cost plus drugs, a Mark Cuban company who's a billionaire, like Joe said, wow, a billionaire finally did something kind of not horrible. So Escitalopram, Lexapro. That's They've me. got it for six dollars, six dollars and fifty cents for 30 tablets, 30 tablets, six dollars, 50 cents. That is yeah. wild. Yeah, so I I am getting a 90-day prescription of my Welbutrin and my Escitalopram. So Lexapro and Welbutrin, all generic versions of those. 90-day supply um, with shipping, $24.90 for three months. So not too bad. Yeah, that's lovely. It would Meanwhile- behoove me to use... So- America is so fucked up. I'm actually yeah. not refilling my prescriptions until like January. I have stockpiled prescriptions. Joe's been hoarding. I've for I've winter. literally have like ten bottles of backup because they let you refill after like twenty eight days or twenty seven mm-hmm. days or something. So over the course of like ten years, I've like stockpiled <laughs> because I'm terrified. I'm America. terrified. My insurance. I've been on so many different insurances the past like ten years. Um. Yeah, sites like this are really cool. Or this, there is no other site like. Yeah, this. I think this it's is really it. Cool. This is it. Yeah, so it would it would have cost me thirty dollars a month, um, for, to go through my regular insurance and through a local pharmacy because my copay is fifteen dollars compared to five. I had really good insurance. Now I don't. So uh, twenty four twenty five dollars for t- three months versus thirty dollars for one month. Um, it definitely is a it's a big price difference for me. So check it out. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag I wish we didn't have to live like this. Hashtag costplusdrugs.com. It'll be in the it'll be in the description, obviously. So adult things. I'm 30. Anyways, what is your favorite thing, Joe? Did you come up with something nice for me? My favorite thing is I purchased the I think it's the first three Professor Layton games. Oh, I've only um, heard good things. Well, they're it's my favorite thing, but I had to take a break. So they're on um, iOS. I don't know if they're on Android. I downloaded them on my my iPad. They had a deal for the first three. So it's Curious Village and then two other ones. I don't know what the... They show the abbreviation and I don't know what the abbreviation is. But Mm. I'm playing the Curious Village first because it's the first one. These came out on, I think, the DS. Yeah. It was a while ago. It's so freaking cool to have them on mobile screens because it splits the mobile screen exactly how a DS is. And there's Mm. like touch puzzles on the bottom, storyline on the top. It is like the perfect medium to take a Nintendo DS game. Um, So yeah, I've been having a lot of fun. It's They're kind of like a... I hate visual novels, but it's not too... Mm. it's, It's point and click with some like visual novel storytelling woven in. Some of the puzzles I'm a hater for. Some of them are wonderful. I've been told that the third game is the best, so I'm kind of working my way there. But um, yeah, they're fun. I like it. The puzzles are so random. They're like, they don't have anything to do with the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're they're enjoyable. It's like a nice, 
activity to take your mind off things while playing a getting like a nice little story. Now, so professor from what I understand, is it like a detective game? Mhm. Okay. It's a detective game, but it's like um you play as a detective and his assistant and you talk to people in a visual novel style, go and interview someone else, talk to this person, talk to that person. And they, before you, you talk to them or random strangers just bring you puzzles that may or mo- may not have anything to do with the storyline. They're just puzzles. Gotcha. So it's not um, like a point and click adventure. It's not like a, like a Nancy Drew. It's not like a I Spice no, Cookie Mansion sort of situation. It's more of a visual novel. There's some, there's some point and click like interactions for sure like you have to Mm -hmm. find certain things on the screen occasionally but it's not hidden object it's like you try to click on as many things as possible to collect like hint coins right otherwise you're just like going from person to person and they're giving you like brain teasers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. gotcha yeah i know a lot of people um who stan professor layton games fucking stan professor layton games like the people who love professor layton fucking are in love with it I've never uh, given it a chance, uh, but I've heard from people that they really enjoy it, but they're like the stands of the game. Um, so it's nice to get a, a, a your opinion on it. You think that it's it's fun, but it you got to take a break. Let me see, because I'm pretty sure the cast. Hold on. Does the wiki show tell who voiced it? Probably. I think there's a so it's Professor Layton and he's got a little uh, detective kid who follows him around. Um, Luke, whose name is Luke, who I think is voiced by Nancy Drew's voice actor. What? There's very little vocal. Mm. Um, let's see. I'm pretty you sure. Noticed Some, well, something. someone told me that. Someone told oh, me that. Oh, okay. Characters. Um, Luke. Yeah. Lonnie Manella. Oh. Lonnie Manella. Manella. I have a signature from her on my shelf. Liza she Minnelli. She voiced mm-hmm. the little kid in North America. In the UK, it's someone else. But in North mm. America, it's her. 70-something years old, voicing a 10-year-old. Well, she was probably in her 60s at that point. Right. Timeless. Good for her. So I can't escape Nancy Drew wherever I go. She's voiced so many characters, I can't escape. Yep. She's following you. Well, that sounds like a fun game, and I didn't realize that they re-released it for like other platforms, because I do believe... like. They were made exclusively for the DS and the DS family of consoles back in the day. So I'm glad that they're like, you know, have re-released them for other consoles. And like you said, you were playing it on iPad, right? Yeah, I'm playing it on yeah. iPad. It's the perfect type of screen for a DS for yeah, DS for like games. DS emulation. I've heard that like an iPad or an iPad mini is like great for that. Yeah, it has been fabulous. Nice. Well, do you know how much they are? Nope. I got them okay. on sale. <laughs> well, you can go they get them on sale if like, they're still on sale. They were 5 or $10 each, but it was like maybe $22 or something for all three. Gotcha. Huh. And that's that on that. Well, fun. Look at us. Drugs and games. Yep. That's what you need to get through the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy, happy birthday to me. I'm going to go take some cheap drugs and then maybe... I won't. Look into this Professor Layton game series. And you can too. Yes. If you go to patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe, all of the details for this week's episode and clickable links will be in the show notes for this week's episode on there. And that is free to access 
for anyone. So go there or be square or whatever. Any final thoughts? Let's go figure out what we're going to do for the after show. Joe, do you want to tell us about the after show? Sounds like fun, Sam. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) Go wish Sam a happy birthday on, that's right, the internet. And if (laughs) you would like to stick around, uh, if you're a patron, uh, go to our Patreon. We'll also have a bonus episode for y'all this week. Next week, we're taking off. Is that right? I think so. Who knows? We're taking off. Okay. I'm not going to be here. You're not going to be here. We're taking off next week. But when we return, we will see y'all then as well. Okay. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Adrian S. Alex P. Alex S. Alexander P. Alexander T. Amanda L. Amy T. Andrew G. Andrew P. Ben B. Brian H. Carl K. Carolyn A. Chris C. Chris M. Dallas E. David M. Deron C. Devin B. Devin L. Edward P. Emily H. Helena B. Javier. J L. Jessica L. Joseph S. Keith G. Lindsay C. Manny G. Martin D. Montez. Morgan M. Nick I. Rose G. Ryan. Sam and Ari. Scott A. Chantal H. Sharia S. Soyzilla. Sylvie C. Tom I. William W. Xavier D. And Zachy. As usual, thank you to all of our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.